Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and you are tuned in to the Black Married and Debt-Free Podcast. My wife, Shire, and I were able to eliminate six figures worth of debt, and we're all about empowering others to do the same. So on this podcast, we'll be talking about investing, real estate, early retirement, marriage, and much more. But you don't have to worry. It won't be done in the same boring format that you're used to. We're going to put a little bit of swag on it. So enjoy today's episode. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus one half of black married and debt free we are so happy i am so happy that you all have decided to press play on whatever platform you're checking us out on and i'm just glad that uh i'm able to sit down with you guys and and, and share some things with you i'm going to be talking about something really cool today we had a comment on our youtube page and as many of you know shara and i we own two income properties out of state we live in northern california and for those of you who don't know the northern california the california housing market in general is just ridiculously overpriced and if you're going to be an investor and you're gonna invest particularly by buying and holding a property and renting it out california just won't give you the returns that another state will and and this is not something that is only happening in california you may live in new york you may live anywhere on the coast pretty much if you live on the coast the housing market is going to be really really higher than it is in places like middle america or you know down south right so you can take you know the income that you earn in california or you maybe you could even do like we did and take some of the equity in your property you know your your primary residence in California and you could take some of that and you could get you something really nice down south something that will cash flow something you could get a get a renter in and you can cash flow that property and you can really collect uh, uh, I wanted to pause for a second to give you guys a a plug and give you guys a heads up this is an exclusive for everyone who's listening right now Shire and I have spent months working on a course that we will be dropping early 2020 first quarter of 2020 where we outline step by step how anybody now we're not talking about people with you know trust funds people with six-figure incomes we're talking about people making decent money we created a course outlining how that individual can purchase an income producing property a property that is bringing cash flow in and here's the thing here's the misnomer you don't have to have all the money up front is let me give you some some some, some figures right i'm gonna give you some, in, some, some some insider information okay montgomery alabama that's where our sites are. We are our first two properties are in North Carolina, and and we got those properties for around a hundred thousand dollars a piece, and they 
bringing it a rent of about a thousand dollars a month and just kind of a there, there, there's a rule of thumb called the one percent rule and and those properties met that criteria and that, that the one percent rule is just a quick way to determine if it's a good or a bad investment if it's less than one percent it's a terrible investment if it's one percent or more it's, it's it's solid it's solid so if you buy a property for a hundred thousand dollars and you get a thousand dollars rent you're getting one percent of the value of the home on a monthly basis that's that that's pretty solid right so those properties are doing well and we are set to pay those properties off extremely quickly one will be paid off within the next few months so we're excited about that actually the next few weeks so we're excited about that and the other property is set to pay itself off we got a renter in there it's cash flowing money so the renter provides enough money for us to pay the mortgage that's on it and also enough money to give us cash flow so now we can take that cash flow and put it on the principal pay it off in half the time so it's paying for itself it's just the benefits are endless and so we're going to get into that later on in this podcast but just to give you some numbers going back to some insider information Montgomery Alabama is where our sites are set for our next property so Montgomery Alabama you can get a three bed two bath from anywhere from thirty thousand to sixty thousand dollars right so let's say you find a good three bed three bath turnkey that means it's moving ready maybe maybe need a paint maybe need a carpet some minimal cosmetic stuff right for thirty thousand dollars you could potentially rent that out for seven to eight hundred dollars right so those margins are incredible and here's the thing you don't have to have the thirty thousand dollars up that's what uh, 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 the, the price of a Benz a nice BMW so if you are going to get that as a rental property all you need is 20% of the $30,000 so you save up six $6,000 you get an, a, a, a conventional loan where you're putting 20% down which is the loan you'll need uh, to have a out-of-state investment property and the renter will not only pay that mortgage but you will have so much money cash flow. I don't. I can't give you the figures off the top of my head. But you will. That will be a cash flowing property. It's that simple. And and it's there's a lot of moving parts. But it's essentially that simple. And we want to make it seem harder than it is. And when you don't know, it does seem hard. It does seem like, wow. I mean, that's that's good for someone else to do. But what me and Shar want to do with this course that we're going to be rolling out is we want to show that it's not just good for someone else, but it's good for you, too. You can do this. Regular people are doing this, can do this, because here's the thing. If you get a property in your possession, you can pass that. And, and, and it's an income producing property where you're renting it out. You can pass that down to your kids now and and they can pass that down to their kids i mean you just think it just keep going and going and going you can snowball the money that you're making from one property save it and buy another property then snowball that money and buy another property and and and, and so on and so forth there are millionaires being made in real estate all the time and it's just because they started. That's the only difference between you 
and them is you're thinking about it and they're doing it and so that's what we want to encourage people to do and I want to really talk about a comment that we got on our YouTube page that is the common thought when people hear about investing out of state because it's, it's scary enough to invest in your city right it's scary enough to buy a property and have another person living in a house that you own and paying money there's like the boogeyman like oh but what if they don't pay and what if there's vacancies and all these things oh it, it really does seem scary just thinking about doing that in your in the city you live in but doing it out of state brings even more concerns and I wanted to take this podcast to to really put you at ease on one of the biggest concerns that we see people have when we share our story about owning two out-of-state properties and we want to kill some of these these thoughts that 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 you may have or that people have so we had a comment on our youtube channel a gentleman says and this is in regards to us owning out-of-state properties he says i used to run an hoa as well as manage multifamily properties i can honestly say that if you run your rental property as supposedly passive income that's the kind of return you're going to get if you want to qualify amazing tenants get great deals on building maintenance and get the best rents the market can support you're going to have to actively manage your property and I'm here to tell you guys that is a hundred percent not true Uh, now I'm not completely familiar with this individual's situation but that is a common thread a common thought that we hear from people when we share that hey we have two properties out of state the first thing they want to know how do you manage that who's looking over that property for you oh man that's wow i mean how do you do that uh do do you go there or are you are you flying up you know flying there every week how could that be passive and and this gentleman was speaking particularly particularly about it being passive because that's what shire and i preach that we have two income producing properties out of state and it is passive guys i'm sitting on my couch right now feet kicked up collecting money it's 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 passive there's no better way i can explain it our hands are completely clean from those properties and i'm going to tell you exactly how that happens the biggest key to a out-of-state or in-state rental property being passive and 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 you being able to sleep at night not stressing about toilets overflowing and tenants uh, being qualified having to evict having to do maintenance and all these things that you have heard that are involved best way to clean your hands and to create a barrier between you and those issues is to have an amazing property manager and i'm gonna outline right now the things that you should look for when you are looking for a property manager Hey, Dad. Hey, baby girl. What's going on? Did you get a chance to read that book? 
No, Taylor, I sure haven't. I've just been so busy with work and, you know, with recording the podcast and everything. I just haven't had time to read that book yet. Have you heard about Audible? Oh, yeah, Audible. Audible is a leading seller and producer of spoken audio entertainment, and it's great for having your books on the go. I love Audible because it's right on your phone and you can play your favorite audio books wherever you are. Audible is giving our listeners an exclusive 30-day free trial. Let's go to audibletrial.com slash BMDS. And guess what? They're going to throw in two free audiobooks. So use our code audibletrial.com slash BMDF for Black Mary Debt Free. Now back to the show. Let me tell you a little bit about our property manager. Uh, we were referred to this company through our realtor. Uh, usually property managers are realtors or brokers also. And they get into the, many times they get into the property management game as a way to generate potential clients for their real estate and, or their broker's business. Because a lot of times they will manage properties and people, you know, some people don't want to be landlords forever. And if, and if I'm already managing X amount of properties for an individual, when they want to liquidate their portfolio and they want to sell and they want to cash in, they're going to, they're going to use me as their agent. And that's the mentality of, a, of many property managers. And that's why they, they not only manage properties, but they also are real estate agents. And so our property manager was a real estate agent and our particular real estate agent referred us to this property manager and she was and is amazing it's kind of a mom and pop setup she works with her sons and with a few other people but the TLC and the the care that they provide uh, you know, and I'm going to kind of go through a, a list of things that you want to look for in a property manager, but I'm just just kind of sharing about ours. I mean, they're just amazing and they go above and beyond. And they allow me and Shire to live 3000 miles away and have never in, in going on two years stressed over the properties that we own, you know. So here, here are some things you want to look for uh, when whenever you are, you know, vetting a property manager and, and keep in mind. You're hiring this person. You will be paying this person. So you want to come at this as a boss because you're you're hiring this person to be a part of your team. So you want to really go through this process with a fine tooth comb because property managers are worth their weight in gold. If you get a terrible property manager, you will be stressed. You will feel like, man, I need to go out and I need to manage this thing. But if you get the right manager, you can sit back like I'm doing right now. With my feet up on the couch, collecting rent on the first of every month. So here are a few things that you want to look for when you're getting a property manager. The first thing is, will they go the extra mile? Will they meet your appliance guy? Will they be there to receive deliveries? I know when we bought our first home, our first uh, rental property, we needed to oh a washer and dryer you know for our tenants and we were only going there to sign the papers do one simple walkthrough and we were coming back to california it was a turnaround trip right for us and so we needed the washer and dryer to be delivered and we're three thousand miles away 
we weren't going to be there to receive the delivery. So I reached out to my property manager and I said, hey, can you guys have someone there to receive the delivery? I, oh, of course. Yeah, we'll have somebody there. I mean, they were just it was like, you know, a, a no brainer that they would do that. And, and I didn't know that that was in their wheelhouse. I didn't know that was something that property managers did. And, you know, perhaps there are some property managers that wouldn't do that. But but ours did. So will they go the extra mile? That's that's one thing you want to to definitely, definitely find out when you're vetting a property manager. Are they tech savvy? You know, we're in an era now where everything is done online and you don't want to get you don't want to have a property manager that is using snail mail and fax, you know, to communicate with to communicate with you. You want someone who is tech savvy on the tenant side as well as tech savvy when dealing with you you know are you available via email via text you know phone call and 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 any way i need to reach you are you available on the tenant side do you have an online portal where an individual can pay you know gone are the days when you need a money order to pay rent right now you can go to an online portal and you can submit your payment that way and it streamlines the process so you want to find out what what type of payment options do you have for your tenants and 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 not only that do you do direct deposit when you're paying me right i don't want you mailing me a check you want to make sure that you're going to get your money on time and that the tenants are able to pay on time you want to make it as convenient as possible on the tenants so you want to have a management team a management property manager that is tech savvy and has a lot of options for payments and a lot of options for disbursement another thing you want to look for is are they friendly and professional this is very important because they are the gatekeeper between your home and the potential tenant you don't want a property manager that's a jerk. Sharon and I have told a story on, on some of our YouTube videos um, when we were calling around for real estate agents, and you just get you could get a vibe from somebody real quick. Like you know what, we not gonna work good together. Same with property managers. You know, with that first couple minutes of that conversation, is this person a jerk? Is this person short and got an attitude? Because if they got an attitude with you someone who's potentially going to put money in their pocket then they most likely will have an attitude with your tenant and that can lead to vacancies you don't want vacancies you want somebody who's going to stay in the house forever potentially right so you want someone who's who's sweet someone who is uh, approachable someone who is not irritable who's not you know easily upset someone who's who, who can handle things and and you know just just gives off a good vibe right so you want someone who's professional all those good things so you want to keep that in mind when you're vetting your property manager this is a big one do they respond quickly to your phone calls and emails if they don't respond to your phone calls and emails imagine what they're going to do when that tenant has an issue with the property when that tenant has a toilet that needs work or when that tenant has a break-in on your property or, or your property is burglarized or anything that happens with the property if they're not responding to your inquiries and your emails and your text messages imagine 
what that conversation is like between them and the tenant 3,000 miles away from your from where you're living right now so you want to get someone who has an open line of communication I need to be able to reach you I need to be able to to you need to have an answering service you need to have something in place to where I can reach you and you're responding to me within you know eight eight hours or 12 hours you know I need to hear from you so you want to be connected with the manager that will return your phone calls and return your emails in a timely manner here's here's a here's a something you want to look for too and and this is this is more of a bonus are they investors as well the beautiful thing about our property managers is they own properties so they know what an investor is looking for in a property management management team so that's the beautiful thing that's something that you want to ask do you do you own properties are you investors because if they are they'll understand the plight of an investor and they'll understand the perspective of an investor so that's something you want to consider and all these things are just going to make your passive out of state investing so much easier so these the, the this is why you want to learn and you want to vet a property manager in this manner because it's just going to make your life much easier going forward as an investor and as an out-of-state investor in particular another thing you want to vet is how many properties do they manage and this is important for a few reasons one because it shows how reputable they are so if they have a hundred properties that they manage it's a good thing because it shows that they're good managers right it shows that they have a large portfolio and people like you know how they do what they do it's also something to keep in mind because if they are too overwhelmed you may not get the TLC that you so desire so you have to take that into consideration too if they have a you know 200 homes that they manage and there's only a, a couple of people on the staff or one person on the staff ugh, you want to be you, you want to be cautious there because you don't want your property to be forgotten you want to feel like you're the only property they're managing so you want to keep that in mind maybe maybe you you want to get someone who's kind of just starting and they may not have a hundred properties that they manage because they're they're still getting getting their feet wet but they're able to give your properties the TLC that you so desire they're able to 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 be there for you because they're not overwhelmed with work so those are things you want to think about and those are things you want to consider when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply lastly and this is the big one this is the one we all want to know about because if this not right then we, we you can miss me with all this other stuff all those other beautiful things that I laid out are good but if this last bullet point doesn't check the list then you're not gonna probably you're gonna probably keep looking elsewhere and that is how much how much 
money is this gonna cost me how much is it gonna cost me to manage this property now many people shy away from investing out of state because they know they're going to need a manager to manage their property because they live in a whole nother place right well managers cost money and people don't that scares people off but you, you want to just you know see how much you're going to be paying because it may be worth it it may be worth it, it, it you know the these numbers are all put in when you're seeing your return on investment you're accounting for vacancies you're accounting for management fees you're accounting for taxes you're accounting for all those things so in in future podcasts and definitely in the course that we're, we're going to be laying out we're going to be going into how to calculate if it's a good deal and and how to include all of those line items like management fees and all the different fees you're going to have when you're calculating hey is this a good investment but don't let having to pay for a property manager scare you off from not even pursuing it you know it's just the cost of doing business like i said you're the boss owning property owning an investment property is like owning a business and you have costs associated with owning a business a property manager is a cost property manager is part of your part of your staff so how much how much is it going to cost me usually property managers will charge either anywhere from 8 to 12 percent of the rental income okay our property manager checked all the boxes and then when we got down to the how much box it was eight percent eight percent and then i at that point i was just like where do i sign let's let's do this <laughs> so eight percent is a really really good number and you know 10% is more you know kind of the, the median but if you can get a property manager that checks all of those boxes that I laid out and then their percentage is 8% you're winning winning so the beautiful thing as well with the maintenance is if something needs to be fixed that's under $500 our property manager will just have a guy they have handyman they have people that fix things at wholesale price so not big box store you know handyman prices no they have people in-house that they contract out that they get really good deals on so if, if there's a an issue with the, your tenant's home so let's say their toilet has issues they contact our property manager and the property manager dispatches a contractor to go fix or a plumber to go fix the issue that is taking taken out of that that month rent so when we get that month's rent it will have a line item toilet needs to be fixed minus 180 dollars boom no i didn't i wasn't called at midnight i didn't have to get woken up about it it was fixed and i didn't have to come out of pocket i didn't have to have a reserve you know separate side account you know that that i had to cut, write a check to get this thing fixed none of that it simply was taken out of that particular month's rent so that is another plus about our property manager and that is something that you know you may want to talk to uh when you're pursuing your property management hey is this something you guys do is this something you guys will, will, will consider doing 
you know, just having someone dispatch to fix the issue and then simply take it out of that month's rent. I mean, it is really not as scary as it seems. And that's what me and Shira will be kind of outlining in this course is that anyone can do this as long as you have your proper team in place. It's all about building a team. Your real estate agent is a part of your team. Your property manager is a huge part of your team. Contractors are a part of your team. You may want to have lawyers that that look over contracts and different things like that. They're a part of your team. Um, some states are lawyer closed states. You, you, in some states, close with a title company. So those are all parts of the team. And I know that it may sound scary, it may sound overwhelming, but it's not. Shire and I were complete novice when it came to investing. We knew nothing about it, but we simply did our research and we found out, you know what? This is not as hard as it seems. I'm going to tell you a story and then we're going we're gonna to take off. Shire and I love to go to open houses. We would just go just to be nosy. We just nosy people, right? Just by trade. So we would pull up to an open house. And so we pulled up to an open, this particular open house. And uh, the broker, you know, was trying to get us to buy. And we said, no, we're not trying to buy. Actually, at that moment, we were in the process of paying off our primary residence. So we weren't even debt free yet. We were on that forward trajectory and we were excited about it. So we were just coming just to look. And we said, you know, we want to pay off our home. But when we're done, we want to be investors. We want to invest in, in, in a home and have an investment property. So he began to share with us how he owned 20 homes and how he recommended that we don't become investors. Now, why would I listen to an individual that owns 20 homes and wants me to buy this home? Why would I listen to him when he tells me, no, don't become an investor, don't become an owner Become a borrower and buy this house from me. Yeah, I own 20 homes, but you don't want to do that. No, no, no. You want to buy. It's too hard. He began to tell us how it's too much work and how tenants do this and they'll tear up your house and da, 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 da. Guys, I'm so sick of hearing those stereotypes because while, yes, you may be faced with vacancies, you may be faced with tenant issues and you may have to do evictions. There is an ugly side to investing and being an owner, but the benefits so outweigh those things. Don't count yourself out. Do not put limiting beliefs in the way of your investment aspirations. Don't put limiting beliefs in the way of potentially changing your family legacy. All right. So that's what I wanted to leave with you guys. It's not as hard as it seems. It can be done. You can do it. You should do it. And if you keep rocking with Black Mary Dead Free, if you keep rocking with Shira and myself, you will do it. All right. So thank you guys once again for checking out the podcast. This has been Marcus Murray, one half of Black Mary Dead Free, the lesser half. Shira is working. Shira is super busy. We are super busy. We're moving. Our house is in shambles. We're moving from our primary residence. We're buying a forever home and we're excited, but it has been very stressful. So that's why it's been kind of just me on these podcasts. But don't worry, Shire will be back 
and Shire is always a part. We're a team. I can't do this by myself. I wouldn't want to do this by myself. Alright? <laughs> so we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for supporting this podcast and we'll holler at you later. Peace. Perfect. Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and don't forget to rate this podcast five stars on whatever platform you're streaming us. And if you want to become a supporter of the Black Married and Death Free podcast, you can do so by clicking on the link below. That's it for now. Till next time, I'll let you guys later.